This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. There it is, Mess It Up Podcast. I am Paul, the Bowtie Guy, your host, and we're here once again with a show for you. So thanks for joining in. I appreciate it. I'm here by myself tonight. Uh, I decided to watch a little bit of sports, watched my uh, beloved Kings play a game and win, and watched my beloved Steelers play a game and barely win, thanks to some uh, help from some probably pretty bad calls from the referees. Uh, but anyhow, it is uh, late on a Monday night, and I realized, gosh, got to get a show out for the people tomorrow. So here we go. We're doing that right now, and I am rolling solo. So um, I know that I can talk for 95% of a show without uh, letting somebody else say any words. That's the last 5% that gets me. So I'm asking in advance for a little bit of lenience from you and some understanding in case there are some gaps and awkward pauses while I grab a drink or think of something or... Or whatever. It's also a little difficult because I got no one to ask a question to and then interrupt. So I guess I'll just have to ask questions to myself and interrupt myself as well. And that will be the uh, the pattern for the show today. Let me tell you a few things about the show. First of all, we are listener supported and we love our patrons. I want to say thank you, a special thank you to the uh, Allen family who came on big for us this week with uh, a very nice uh, Patreon uh, donation and um, and membership. So thank you to the Allen family in beautiful Ridgecrest. If you are interested in supporting the show financially, you can go to our webpage and click on the Become a Patron button. You go to messituppodcast.com, click on the button that says Become a Patron, and it'll take you to our Patreon uh, platform which gives you most of the information you should know, I believe. Uh, it should be all the information you should know, but if, if you need to get more information, you can contact us and we'll try to get that to you. But basically, it tells you how you can help support the show financially. What does that do, you ask? Well, it makes it so that we can provide this show to you and to the rest of the world. You can share it with your friends, but it uh, helps us to pay the bills like uh web hosting and the um, streaming costs for hosting the the podcast and all those different things that are associated with doing the show. You're just helping to pay for those bills. And then also helping us getting into the prison. We were busy today, Bev and I, filling out our paperwork to get back inside to be doing uh, ministry there. And that is an expensive endeavor as well, uh, paying for gas and supplies for the inmates and whatnot. So your generous giving helps to pay for all that stuff. And one nice thing about your generous giving is it is tax deductible. So um, we keep track of all that. It goes into Messed Up Ministries uh, uh, account and we will send out Checks or not checks. We're not sending you any checks. Take that. We'll send back uh, your receipts at the end of the year so that you can uh, write that off for charitable giving as well. So thank you so much to all of our Patreon members. Uh, you also get to be, uh, at, when you become a patron, you get some swag. You get to be part of our um, Discord chat server and uh, you can have an opportunity to join our book club as well. So thanks to the Patreon members. If you don't want to uh, pay or support financially, you can always just support us with prayer by uh, finding us on our social media and following us and by reposting our stuff or just you know putting it up there with hashtag TuneInTuesday on a Tuesday morning, getting people to listen to the show, share the, the link with your friends 
and family so that more and more people can can just check out the show and see what we're doing. Uh, if you want to write to me, it is bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or info at messituppodcast.com gets you to intern Dave out in Hawaii. He keeps track of all the guests and whatnot. You might have noticed the guest list recently has been my wife. <laughs> so I'm looking for guests. We need to have you guys uh, call us, write us, let us know that you're interested in sharing your story or something um, that might be interesting to our listeners, taking messages, turning them into messages. So um, you can uh, email me at the emails that we just gave, or you can call or text at 760-608-1942. And I think that takes care of all the above the uh, the fold stuff for us, with the exception of the big word of the week. There was my first silent drink without a partner. Um, and our uh, our word of the week this week is another one of these fun words that I picked up from uh, uh, an English podcast, and it is ebullient. And to be ebullient is to be cheerful and full of energy. And hopefully that is what uh, we are here on the show for you. Hopefully we give you a lot of energy and, and let you do it. So I want you to go out there and be ebullient uh, in your walk, in your life, in your dealings with people throughout the day, tomorrow and this week, and just spread some cheer. Every time you can use that word in a sentence, give yourself 10 bonus points. Every time you just are ebullient, give yourself 12 bonus points because I'd rather have you be it than say it uh, anyhow. So uh, let's go out there and spread some good cheer, shall we? All right, I think that's all that we've got to uh, take care of. So what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into the show. And this is one of the ideas that I've had bouncing around for a while. And every time I throw it out there for uh, guests, they're like, well, maybe something different. So it's just one of these that's been keeping on bumping down. I think I've been bumping it for about a year now. But uh, I can't tell myself no because I really want to do this one. So the idea I was looking at today is one of the old uh, recovery cliches that says expectations are premeditated resentments. And I had a friend who used to attend uh, CR with me and uh, I was his sponsor, he moved out of town and, and he's going to uh, another place in another state now, but he was the king of cliches in recovery because he just had this vast recovery background. And this was one of the ones that he used to say all the time. And the thing about cliches is, you know, sometimes they feel trite, sometimes they feel overused, but I strongly believe that the reason, one of the reasons that something becomes a cliche and becomes overused is because it is built on a kernel of truth. And when you think about it, having expectations can become a premeditated resentment for someone. Now, that doesn't mean I expect for things to be good and then it's just going to be bad. It's not, it's not saying you'll never get anything that you want or would like to have. But what it's saying is, or what I'm saying, I guess, is that if you are having expectations on things that are out of your control and you're expecting to control them, then that's just setting yourself up for failure because by definition, things that are out of our control are not in our control. So so what are some ideas of things like this that I mean? Well, for me, typically, this happens most frequently with other people and me expecting uh, a certain behavior or outcome from a another person, be it a friend or a coworker or a family member, that if I go into a situation and I'm wanting something, somebody to do something or say something in a certain way, a lot of times that's not going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen the way I drew it up, now all of a sudden I'm projecting my disappointment onto them 
as a resentment. And I'm resenting them for not following through on the agreement that I had already made between me and the committee in my head the night before. And it's just, it's, it's, it seems ridiculous, but I want you to think in your life about how many times this may have happened. For me, I can think about times going into meetings uh, at work um, or uh, especially um, when I worked at the church. And I'm thinking of, of one meeting in particular where I went in with a, a bad attitude and I was, um, I was not happy with the way things were going and I felt like the person who was in charge and the person who was the second in command, so to speak, were, were giving mixed messages and were not seeming to be on the same page. And so I was upset about it, and, and I believe that other people were upset about it too because we had talked amongst ourselves, and, and that seemed to be a, a prevailing feeling amongst the staff was that things weren't necessarily coming back to us uh, the same way from different people. So I was sort of, uh, I was quiet in the meeting, and, and you know I know how to talk. So as I was being quiet, um, the pastor asked me, you know, what was on my mind? And I said, no, that's okay. He said, no, 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 tell us. You can tell us. I said, no, really, I'd rather not say. And, and he encouraged me to, to share what was on my mind. And so I did. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, I came into this meeting with a bad attitude. And I was, I was unhappy with the way I was perceiving being treated. And, and I was trying to just be polite. I was trying to do, you know, the grown-up thing. And I'm air quoting my grown-up here. I was, I was trying to show some self-control and exhibit that fruit of the Spirit that they talk about in Galatians. And so then when I was asked once and I begged off and then asked again, I, you know, eventually I was like, well, okay, you asked for it. So now, now I get to just unleash. And I did. And I could tell by the look on people's faces that it was having an impact. And as it had an impact, it was an impact that I was, I was enjoying. I, I wanted to make a point, and I was making a point um, with my speech. Now, I didn't scream. I didn't pound on the table or anything like that, but I was very forceful. and I was very direct and probably uh, a bit too abrupt and came off as very rude and... and um, and not having a lot of self-control. And the thing about that is that that's not what people were expecting of me. And that's not what I was expecting of them. And then when they told me to say it, then they got upset with me. And I, I believe me, I heard about this for years later. I, I heard about, oh, well, remember that time of the meeting? Well, you did this. And it was, it was a thing that was held over my head. And that was not something I was expecting. And they were not expecting me to come forth and be brutally and rudely honest. And, and, and so they were resenting me. I was resenting them. And everybody came into this little episode with an expectation that nobody lived up to. And it can be very difficult for us to live up to expectations. Uh, it, it, I, I have expectations myself that can be difficult to live up to. Uh, just this morning, I was having a, probably this afternoon, I was having a conversation with my wife and we were just talking about things and, and I've been working on getting some stuff done for the ministry, for Messed Up Ministries. And I'm just, it, paperwork is not my strong suit. Uh, I think of myself more as an idea man and a, a cheerleader and obviously a person who likes to talk and be a face or a, a voice of, of something. But, but sitting down and getting paperwork done and 
it, it just, it, it intimidates me and I get a little bit of just uh, paranoia about it and I, I become frozen and I can't seem to move past. And so I've been trying to get the online giving for my messed up ministries website going for uh, several months now. I took a drink. And Messed Up Ministries is similar to Mess It Up Podcast. Messed Up Ministries uh, produces the Mess It Up Podcast. And so it's it's the parent company. But in uh, the last, during COVID uh, lockdown, we finally got our paperwork filed and, and became officially recognized as a tax-exempt entity by uh, the state of California and the government of the United States, the IRS. And so that's our, our nonprofit group that I'm the founder of. And, and so... I, I like to come up with ideas, but getting the work done can sometimes be difficult for me. So at our last board meeting, I told him, I said, look, I've dropped the ball on on getting the, the paperwork turned in and the proper forms from the bank to get our online giving set up on the website. And so I just need someone, I need someone to hold my hand. I need someone to walk with me. I can do this. It's not difficult. I just need someone to walk through me with it. And so Bev did that with me today. And before we started, she said, you know, I, I just feel like you're having trouble and, and you're not, everything's not okay with you. And one of the telltale signs that happened when I was acting out back in the 90s um, before I, I got arrested was I developed a speech impediment and a stammer in my speech because my body was just reacting to the stress that I was putting it under and that's the way it was manifesting itself. And she said, I noticed that you're struggling to try to find words. And it's not the stammer that I had before, but I, it's a thought pattern where I can't come up with the word. And to me, words are so super important. They're just the, the media in which I choose to live is words. It's my, my love area is, is words. And so when I can't come up with them, it's a very frustrating thing. So she commented on that to me and I said, yeah, I feel this dissatisfaction with where I am and what I'm doing. And I don't feel like I'm living up to my own expectations. And I realized I've got expectations of myself just as I project expectations onto other people and other people put their expectations on me. I have these expectations of myself and I don't see myself living up to them because I know when I've taken a break I know when I've sat on the couch to play a video game or to watch another soccer game. And, and I say another soccer game, and there's nothing wrong with watching television or watching sports or relaxing. But quite honestly, um, you know, I follow the Premier League and frequently I will watch every game on the weekend of the Premier League. And there are 10 games a week, 90 minutes each. So that's 900 minutes of, of soccer that I will uh, subject myself and subsequently my wife to. That's 15 hours, people. That's 15 hours of soccer. Um, so she commented that she had noticed that I'd really been sinking into this. And, and I feel like when I do that, that I'm not doing the things I should, especially when I know like that I should have gotten this paperwork filled out. Or, you know, if, if you go right now to the website for my pod or for my, my ministry, I still haven't filled in the, the, uh, content for it. And so it just has the standard, what we call lorb ipsum. It, it's just Latin words that are in as, as filler. And I, I haven't gotten that done and, and I haven't, you know, announced the website because I haven't finished it yet, but it's been a year 
and I just keep on putting it off and and forgetting and and getting intimidated by it. And I don't live up to my expectations. And I let myself down. And I start getting hard on myself and telling myself that I'm failing and that I should be doing better and that I'm letting people down. And just all these stories and, you know, nod your head with me if it's true for you, if you, if you, if you relate to that. And I know, I know that, that that is the work of the enemy to just put me down because I know that I'm doing decent things. I can look at the numbers of, of how many downloads we get each week for the podcast and I can see that it, it's having an impact on hundreds of, hundreds of people each week. So that's a good thing. And I know that everything I do isn't going to be successful, but I also know that quite a bit of what I've done has been successful. And my success might not be millions of downloads a week, but, but it's hundreds. And that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's leaving an impact. And I know that we've had an impact on people around. And, and I had a, a great conversation with a guy on Friday night that, that talked to me about how his son had changed since he had been attending our ministry at Celebrate Recovery. And another person on Friday night that brought four new faces to our, our meeting. And so I know that we're having an impact and I know that I am having an impact, but, but I'm just not always living up to my expectations. And, and it's difficult, I guess, to, to know how to set goals without becoming unreasonable and how to keep those expectations in line and, 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 and have them be reasonable and that's what we'll talk about after the break. But right now, it kind of leads us into a, a song by Need to Breathe um, called Who Am I? And, and that's something that I need to look at is who I happen to be and, and who God is in, in my life. So let's give about 90 seconds of our time to this song by Need to Breathe. It's Who Am I? And we'll be back at the other side of it 90 seconds later to talk about that and talk more about these expectation things. So... We'll see you in 90 seconds. While I'm on this road, you take my hand somehow. You really love who I really am. I push you away, still you won't let go. You grow your roses on my barren soul. Who am I? Who am I?
this song, this song, uh, you know, it, it's it, this is a God thing again, as these things tend to be. I love the God things in life. But I told you, I, I, I rearranged the schedule. This, this so, uh, topic for this show has been bouncing down the list for a year or more now. And yet it, it this song fits right in with what we're doing here with this. And the the bridge, it says sometimes, I, I guess this is actually it's probably a, a, a verse here. Sometimes my bad decisions define my false suspicions. No one should ever love me like you do. It's that lack of expectation. I mean, it's, it's that lack of expectation being met. It's the, it's the failure. It's the resentment from the expectation that, that puts those false suspicions in my mind. And, and the chorus in this song goes on to say, who am I to be loved by you? And it repeats that over and over in the chorus. And that's the chorus. And, 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 and that's the question is, is who am I that you would love me, that God would love me? What, what makes me so special? There's seven and a half billion people on the planet and, and I'm God's favorite and you're God's favorite. We're all God's favorite. Who are we? Well, we're, we're his own creation, his, his very special creation. And, and he, knows, he knows what to expect out of me because he can see everything before it happens. And he knows that whatever will happen, he is going to be able to take it and turn it into a success. And that he is going to make my failure my success. He's going to take my mess and turn it into a message. And the way he does that is by being him. It's just by being truly and faithfully who he is, which is the God of universe. Um, it, it says in another verse, I'm a train wreck. I'm a mess. You see the best and the worst in me. Still, I can't imagine that I've earned your trust. I don't understand where your love comes from. Who am I to be loved by you? And that's what God does. He just sees what we have and he sees that potential and he just keeps on cheering for us to reach that potential and to take whatever happens and turn it into something good. Now, we know that resentment is, is a poison that I take hoping that someone else dies. That's, that's my definition of resentment. It's me being upset with a person who might not even know it and allowing that to poison my life. Another example here, this is, uh, this is what happens when you get Paul with a microphone by himself on a show. I just get to be honest here and, and because I don't have to look anyone in the eye, it's easier for me to do. So Friday night is Celebrate Recovery Night here in Ridgecrest. And, you know, Bev and I do Celebrate Recovery and we've got people who do it with us as a team. And when we're gone, you know, Kevin and Marie uh, stepped in and did a great job for us. So I'm in Hawaii uh, a week or so ago and I get a phone call and they said, hey, man, we know that Friday night is 
celebrate recovery night and we, we hate to do anything to change that. And, and we've had conversations and we said we wouldn't, but we, we had something planned for this week on Tuesday and it wouldn't work. And the only time that this speaker could come in was on Friday night. And we're doing this event and it's gonna be in the room where you do celebrate recovery and it's gonna impact celebrate recovery. And I just wanted to see if that was okay. And, and, and what am I gonna tell the pastor? No, you know, it's not my place to tell the pastor no. This, you know, he's the pastor of the church. So I said, okay, but now I'm resentful. I say, okay, but I'm resentful because I had an expectation that this wouldn't happen. But I said, okay. So we get moved into a, another room where we used to do celebrate recovery very successfully for several years. And it was fine. <laughs> but now I'm resentful that I'm back in that little room. And so I'm trying to find equipment to make it so that we can run electric guitar and bass and an acoustic guitar and two microphones. And, and the system is just not set up for that much sound in there. And, and things have changed since I was in there. And I was trying to find equipment in the, the auditorium of the church and bring it into the, the kids' world where we are, the, you know, the kids' room. And, and it just wasn't working. And I'm getting hot and bothered because I didn't feel like I was set up for success and they didn't meet my expectation. And my expectation was I was going to have everything be perfect. So my expectation wasn't met. And now I've got a resentment. I'm resenting the person who set up the auditorium for the guest speaker, but didn't set me up. And I don't even know who that person was, but I'm resenting them. I'm resenting the person who invited this person to come speak. I'm resenting, uh, the people who allowed it to happen. I'm resenting everybody. And I'm just getting more and more and more resentful as I'm having problems. And, and I finally just decided, all right, whatever. So I call my guitar player and said, you know what? Look, we're not going to do this. You know, just don't worry about it. Take the night off and we'll come back next week. And I was just going to cancel everything. Just going to cancel CR. And we don't cancel CR. You know, we, we just don't do it. But, but I was going to cancel it because I was, you know, had my panties in a wad. So I call up Kevin and I say, hey man, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm venting and, and spewing and frothing at the mouth. Bev can see that I'm not happy. And I just told him, I said, I just want to light a match and just throw my keys and say, forget it. Just pack it up and, and quit. And I didn't cancel the meeting that night because Kevin had his dad in from out of town and he was going to play on the worship team and they were going to get to play together. So codependent Paul wouldn't allow that to happen to, to, to ruin that form. So I said, okay, I'll do it anyway. But I had this thought in my head because I've been here before. So I had this thought that was, was, was digging through the muck. It's like the hand that comes out of the, the dirt when someone gets buried alive and you know, oh, okay, the hero's alive. And the thought was once I get in there and start doing worship and turn it over, it's going to free my soul. So I said, look, Kevin, here's what we're going to do. We can't, I can't get enough microphones and I can't get enough uh, sound to come through that board to work and, and be balanced out. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand it. So we'll just do an acoustic set. It's a small room. We'll have two acoustic guitars, two voices, no microphones. So don't bring your electric bass, bring your 12 string guitar. Your dad will have a six string. We'll just go unplugged. And as we're rehearsing, two uh, people who used to uh, do CR with us came by because um, they happened to be on campus at the church and they came by and said hi. And we're in our old room where we first started working with those people. 
and then we we start playing and the music just starts to soothe my soul and then we're outside waiting uh for cr to start we're trying to just make sure that people know people are going to the other uh, event that was happening you know just to, to kind of help direct traffic and a couple came that was going to the other event but they saw us and i said oh cr's over here and they said cr oh we know cr and they just moved in town and, and they had 10 years experience with cr in their other hometown and and they'll be with us next week and then uh you know daylight savings time was was upon us and and there's a there's a darkness coming because the the sun is setting and it's it's you know late in the year and so as we're coming up to closer to the meeting time the lights are on and it's it's dark um in the parking lot and i see people but i I recognize a voice coming in but there's a lot of people coming with this person so i'm thinking okay are they coming to cr they just coming by to say hi as they go to this other event and break my heart too more resentment more expectation but no this person brought four new faces to our group four new faces we had five new people in our group we had our highest attendance since before covid happened on friday night when we had our event changed our meeting place changed our leader me was going to cancel everything because he was having a fit and we had our highest attendance that we had had in over a year and a half that's god and that's how God shows up. And that's why I need to lower my expectations on other people. I need to lower my expectations on myself. Now, that's, that, that, does, that doesn't mean I shouldn't set goals. And I shouldn't have targets that I'm trying to hit. But if I expect it, an expectation and a goal are different. A goal is something that I would like to meet. But an expectation is something that I think that I will or should do and then when that doesn't happen there's the letdown so i need to be careful to temper those things so i can be more ebullient so that i can be more joyful so i can show those fruits of the spirit that they talk about in galatians 5 and and have those things and be a sweet nectar for people who are looking for recovery, who are looking for a healthy place to be, who are looking for safety in an insane, unsafe world. And I think that's what we all need to do is just lower the expectations, change the expectations into goals. And when we meet those goals, we need to celebrate them. And when we fall short, We need to take that as a learning experience, see what we can do and improve next time. And just know that the journey is where the learning happens. The journey is where the joy is. Just being somewhere isn't the thing. It's getting there because you have all these people that you're getting there with. Getting to our first show was amazing because of the people who came with me. Getting to our first listeners who weren't our family members was amazing. Watching the numbers grow when we when we hit double digits, I was like, yes, we hit double digits. And then when we hit triple digits, I was like, yes, we hit triple digits. And as those triple digits kept on growing, sometime we're gonna we're gonna hit four digits, and that's gonna be awesome for me. And it's this journey that makes it so rewarding and so enjoyable. So the message today is is to 
to try to temper my expectations so they don't become resentments because the resentments do nobody any good. Nobody grows out of resentment. And I need to, to put my eyes on the good things and know that good things are coming even if I'm in the midst of something horrible. Good things will come from it because that's what God does. That's how God works in my life and in your life. Well, listen, I've been babbling on long enough. What I would love to do is I would love to get you guys to just encourage me with your uh, stories. I need to hear your stories. I need to I need to know how things are going in your life. So send me an email. Give me a call. It's it's uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or call or text me at 760-608-1942 and just let me know how things are going in your life and talk to me about when you've been ebullient and talk to me about how your mess got turned into a message so that we can talk to other people about it and let them know so that they can get the benefit of it and we can turn that pain that, that we experienced into somebody else's growth and joy and, and, and rebirth and, and we can leverage the pain into something good. So reach out to me, share those stories. Uh, if you want to become a patron uh, participant, you can go to the website, messituppodcast.com. Click on the Become a Patron button and, and it'll take you to our Patreon giving page and you can help us there. Please make sure you put this on Facebook. Use the hashtag TuneInTuesday and, and, and grab the link and put it up there. Tell people to listen to the show. I, I really, I do believe that people will be blessed if they hear it. And the more people that hear it, the more people that get blessed. And the more blessed people there are walking around the world, the better place it is for all of us. So, so you can do it for a selfish reason. Make it so the people around you are happier and healthier. Share the show with them. I double dog dare you. All right. Well, that's all I've got for the week. Thank you so much for listening to me and putting up with me and uh, taking place. Listen, nobody used the uh, challenge from last week. I didn't get anybody response. So nobody got the Starbucks. Um, so uh, the, the first person who uh, calls me this week or texts me this week and tells me why they're ebullient or something that make them ebullient, uh, that person's going to get a Starbucks card. Uh, so there you go, 760-608-1942. Get to the bow tie guy, and he'll get you some Starbucks. I really appreciate you guys being here. Love you a bunch, and we will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.